You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Justlyn and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. Get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. This is Colton. This is Jesslyn. And this is episode 12. Is it? The Dozen. Yay. Yeah, so number one, two. It's been about a month since we last recorded. I'm thinking that maybe we should start, you know, upping the ante on the frequency of this. <laughs> well, there's such a demand. Yeah, exactly. People ask me all the time, when's the next one coming yeah, out? Yeah, totally. When? There's a lineup for it. Internationally, too. <laughs> yeah, totally. For all our international friends. Yeah, exactly. We can't keep our international listeners waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how frequent we can do it because you just told me some news today about Little Bon Quiqui. Yeah, Little Bon Quiqui. She could show up as soon as right now. Yeah, exactly. She, she could pop up like a cool Oh, yeah. <laughs> that looked painful when he went through the wall, so I hope it's not yeah. exactly the same. I feel bad for you if you yeah. cool <laughs> man's up out of your... <laughs> No, don't remind me. Literally red. <laughs> oh, gross. Strawberry Kool-Aid. So, what's, so what, yeah. What's so, the deal? Um, I had to see a specialist mm-hmm. uh, today. Why a specialist? Because this situation is something that doesn't happen often, mm-hmm. um, and it might require, this might get a little graphic, y'all, but Just a stitch. Shit. <laughs> 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 so it's just that okay the little biological here yeah. but um a little biology like cervix a little bit short that can also lead to preterm labor so right now i'm like a little bit on the high risk side of that mm-hmm. but also it could just be like a regular thing it yeah. just depends on the baby depends on mm-hmm. a lot of things so yeah. it doesn't mean that i will mm-hmm. it's just now it's like a possibility yeah could be actually my cousin was just telling me her friend was she was dilated and she had a short cervix but she went into full term and eventually had to be induced because mm-hmm. uh she went over her due date that's crazy and then she couldn't even give birth to her baby because it was too big yeah because the baby when had it's... stayed there too long so she ended up getting a c-section anyways it was a 10 pounder that's crazy that's insane Insane. Do you know how big little bon Quiqui is? Um, according to the bump app, said it was a, I think, celery. It was on Monday. It's a celery? Like as big as a celery. Oh, like not as skinny as a celery, though, right? No, a celery, sorry, a cel- <laughs> celery bunch. A big bunch of them. Yeah. Like literally, that's how it looks. Yeah, well, that's what the app looks like. Got it. I don't know yeah, if it, I want my baby to be like, yeah, your baby is like celery right now. It's like, as big as celery. It weighs about 1.9 kilograms. Yeah. And then um, there's another app. You can pick cute animals, too, if you want. Okay. So if you'd rather me tell you a cute animal, I could do that yeah. for you too. Okay, so at 33 weeks, this bon quiqui is now a... Ooh, please let it be a cute animal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a rat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ferret. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, I love ferrets. Okay, cool. So bon quiqui is a ferret. It's a ferret, yeah. Great. Ferrets always remind me of, do you remember American? Kindergarten cop? Yeah, kindergarten cop. <laughs> American cop. American cop. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah. yeah. I have a bad case of baby brain these days. Love I think it's going to leak right into cop. this podcast. It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a tumor. <laughs> Kids say the darndest things, don't they? All right. So, uh, so yeah, that just happened today. So I'm still kind of like. Well, I'm excited. That's that's yeah, so great. You might meet her sooner yeah. than you think. Um. So yeah, it's February, February eighth today, yeah. and it's Black History Month. So shout out to that. Yeah. And in conjunction, it's also Chinese New Year's. Oh yeah. So, when is that again? So I think Chinese New Year's Eve is on February eleventh. Oh, that's coming up. The Sunday, yeah. Yeah. And then Chinese New Year's Day is I don't know if there's actually a Chinese New Year's Day. It's just like an entire week of like celebrations, I guess. Like So the Eve is before the week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because Eve usually means people. Yeah, no, I got you. Just baby brain catching up. Yes. So, yeah. So, I guess, like, from oh, Monday I to Friday. I edit that out. Yeah. 
Oh, you're being very funny. <laughs> she's hilarious. <laughs> she's hilarious. Because, like, in, in Asia and China, right, like, they get, like, the entire week off. So every day, you, like, you do something. Oh. Yeah, it's like whether you eat something or you, you, I don't know, celebrate something. But, yeah. For, so what's your tradition, then? It's usually just a dinner. So the, the eve is, like, the big the dinner that I think you're going to, right? Yeah. This Sunday, right? Yeah, this Sunday. And then I think there may be, like, one other additional one, like, end of the week or something there's some there's a bunch of weird things that we do so no i do but like chinese people do to celebrate it your family just does the dinner correct yeah and then we get the money what's oh do i get the money i don't know because you're married now so you probably don't but i don't have any children yet but you're married so but i get money <laughs> so that's all that matters that <laughs> i don't want to be married anymore so yeah i'm excited for it because i love the food that they cook on chinese new years like chinese is such a like a money-centric i don't know culture that so you eat like lettuce because lettuce is like money and then you eat uh why is lettuce like money green uh, yeah because it's like green you eat a lot of green things because green is like significant of money okay um, and you eat things that have like that are synonyms to other things so like uh, you eat like this weird seaweed thing because the equivalent it means like also like good luck as well, right? And like success. And then you eat you eat this thing called uh, fa choy. I think that's what they call it in, in Cantonese, right? Yeah. And that also means like success or something like that. So, Ooh, tell me what dish that is. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I, I can't remember which one it was, but yeah, I, I think I'll know when on the day of. And then you eat noodles or something like that because noodles represent long life you know and prosperity mm. and all this weird shit but yeah but Chinese everything food. has like a meaning yeah like everything every has a meaning dish. and you can't have like seven dishes you have to have like eight dishes or if you have this many dishes it's bad luck so you have to make sure you have more than that or less than that oh i'm gonna be counting all yeah the dishes totally now. it's crazy but i don't care i just love the fucking food and i'm gonna stuff my motherfucking face Ooh, me too me too yeah, so i'm excited for that i'm gonna take some food home yeah but <laughs> there's always leftovers yeah um yeah so that's chinese new year's so i guess the finale of yeah. the week, yeah. the 18th. Yeah. Uh, we posted this on Instagram. Yeah, uh, check out our Instagram at Yellow Packaging 604. Yep, that's us. Go on, sorry. Uh, that's watching. okay. Uh, it's called the Get Lucky Art Show. Cool. What is it? Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know if you know, it's like the blog. They also have a Instagram handle. Uh, District Local. District Local. Yeah, they're hosting this um, Get Lucky Art Show. Mm-hmm. They d- did it last year, and then they're doing it this year as well. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like a New Year's uh, Chinese New Year celebration. Local artists are yeah. showing off their work. Um, plus, Chairman Ting, he's doing a special launch of this passion project he started a couple of years ago called the Chinatown Tales. Got it. Um, so along with illustrations. Uh, come the story. Oh yeah, I saw illustration. That on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was really cool. Um, shout out to to Dixon. He told me about this. What's his, his girlfriend? Tag? Dixon Lai. That's D Dick Sun and L I. Sun Lai. Yeah. So yeah, D I C K S O N L I. Good girl. Yeah, did it. <laughs> you can spell. <laughs> I'm smart again. Yeah. Um, and then he's also making dumplings too. Oh, so there's gonna be a dumpling bar there. So it's at the Fortune Sound. Uh, Fortune Sound Club on Pender. Yeah. Starts at 11, goes until the afternoon. I think it goes till 4. Oh, cool. Um, so I think we should check that out. Amazing. Cool. At least eat the dumplings. Yeah. I love dumplings. Yeah, and it's free. This event is free. Oh, man. What Chinese person doesn't like free? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Am I right? That means I got competition. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Um, but I thought what was interesting, and I'm glad you shared it, was that uh, that Chairman Ting. Yeah. I think that ex- exhibit's going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a series of illustrations. I think there's nine in total. Yeah. Um, of like historical Chinatown places, right? Yeah. But yeah. it's like locals sharing their stories yeah. about um, living in Chinatown or their experience in right. Chinatown. Yeah. Like, because um, your guys' grandma used yeah, to live in Chinatown, I right? Yeah, I like grew up in Chinatown and the complex is there. My grandma like lived there. So like I'd be there every weekend, like just, I would literally like hang out in Chinatown and like walk from Chinatown to like my grandma's place. Like, my memories are amazing of there. Hitting up all the parks and the playgrounds around there. Yeah. Hanging out with all, like, the, the Chinatown kids there. Yeah. So then just, when you see it's that it's changed so much, yeah. is it, like, a little disheartening or it's, like, um, heartbreaking a little bit? I don't know. I, sometimes a bit, yes. But at the same time, I don't know. I, Chinatown will always be Chinatown to me. You know what I mean? Regardless of, like, what comes in and what leaves. Yeah. It's still going to be the same it's... thing. If Chinatown was still what it, what it was, like, with all, like, I don't know, 
the the butchers mm-hmm. and like the like the seafood and like the herbal stores. Yeah. Like I wouldn't really have much reason to go there, right? That's true. Richmond is kind of the Chinatown now. Yeah, but I guess in terms of if you're talking about like heritage and like gentrifying and all that stuff, then yeah, I definitely or, like, see nostalgia too. It's yeah. like oh, this used to be the place I for would sure pick up white rabbit candy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, in that sense, definitely like. It's sad to see that gone, but I can see how people are upset by it. Like, don't get me wrong, because you do lose that character that it once had in that heritage. Yeah. And if we're talking about heritage, then yeah, it sucks. But if we're talking about, uh, like, evolving what Chinatown is, then I don't know. I kind of like it, but I don't know. It's, it's, I'm conflicted, I guess. I think it's different for me. I didn't really grow up Mm -hmm. going to Chinatown. It'd be like a special trip that we do. Mm -hmm pick up like my grandma did this is before tnt days she'd pick up her stuff and then we'd just go back home it was just like very brief yeah and i think that's also why like chinatown is becoming gentrified because nowadays like the asian culture the asian people here don't have to go to chinatown to get their asian goods right yeah they have tnt they have i don't know h mart h mart they have like all these other like not suburban but like specialized supermarkets that that cater to what their needs are a lot that are a lot closer than having to drive all the way downtown and nowadays like a lot of the pocs the people of color they live in the suburbs and they can't really drive all the way downtown no that's right? true too it's just like way more convenient and you're yeah. even seeing that like hulong was like one of the first ones yeah in yeah, surrey, yeah or headlong yeah. sorry um in surrey yeah and go the, there and there's a filipino yeah like that feels like the filipinos and the vietnamese yeah. like you know and then tnt popped up and yeah. then just end up going there yeah exactly so there's options now where in that sense, you're seeing sales decline in Chinatown because people don't have to go all the way there for it anymore. No, that's true. And if you really need, it's like Richmond. Yeah, and then you have Richmond too. So yeah. it's like, what is Chinatown now? Like, what is it supposed to be? There, it, I think it's like Chinatown for the younger kids, I guess, is what Chinatown is becoming now, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So cool. Yeah. If you guys live in Vancouver or you, gals, you guys or girls live in Vancouver, hit up the Chairman Ting's Chinatown Walk. Is that what it's called? Uh, no, it's called. <laughs> it's called Get Lucky. Get Lucky, yeah, that's it. But you got a lot of that, point. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hosted by a district local. District uh, local. Their Instagram handle is district local, all one word. Word. And uh, hit it up. Yeah, thirty six artists. Chairmenting is one of them, and a dumpling bar. Cool. Awesome. Uh, sweet. Um, so moving on. Yes. One of the things. Well, do you, I have a pretty fun thing to talk about, but do you have any, do you have any uh, more boring things to talk about? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Kidding. Yeah, real estate. <laughs> Blah, boo. We don't have to talk about that. I was just like, okay. um, a girl I work with, Kaylee, she's looking for um, a place for May. And most she... people aren't showing, uh, so like yeah. one bedroom place. People aren't showing this early for yeah. places. It's usually like a month ahead of time. Yeah. Um. But even just hearing <laughs> like how ridiculous rent is, yeah. it's, it's outrageous. Like well, a one bedroom, um, nineteen hundred dollars. Well, I don't know. That seems crazy. <laughs> one bedroom. Yeah, where? Um, just like in this area, like downtown Main Street, mm-hmm. um, Mount Pleasant, yeah. Commercial Drive. Like, I was just reading an article too. Like, the average across the board yeah. is like twenty one. Right. So this is like low ball. No one's yeah. having a little bit of a hard time. Is that really crazy though? I mean, when you think about other like major cities like San Francisco and New York and even like Toronto, isn't that like a normal price for rent? Okay. San Francisco, that's outrageous anyways. Yeah. People are renting their living room that's yeah. like boxed off for yeah. like a thousand dollars. Right. You don't get a closet or anything, you get yeah. a shoebox. Yeah. That's ridiculous. This is it's still ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I guess yeah, I guess me saying that doesn't really make it okay. <laughs> isn't right? it normal now? <laughs> it's just regular. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. So I was thinking, because she's looking on commercial drive. I yeah. lived on the drive. This is like yeah. ten years ago. I'm sure it's not the same price anymore. Though. No, it's probably not. But between me and, and Babette who is living yeah. uh, who was here the other day, I think we're paying like four hundred dollars for like a two bedroom. Right. Two four hundred dollars each yeah. to share this, you know, two bedroom. Yeah. The layout's probably like a thousand square feet. Yeah. yeah. Right on the drive near, and it was like that was reasonable. Right. Plus, there was free parking on the street too, so I didn't have to worry about parking my car. Right. 
So to hear like 1900 or 2100, it just like blows my mind. That's yeah. just so insane. But it's not like it's a, like, okay, I get that. Like it, it's not okay that like rent is that high. But at the same time, I'm wondering, like, that's just the way the industry is, isn't it? It's like prices go up. Like it's inflation, right? It's like it's supply yeah. and demand. Like, you know, you could say the same thing with like, I don't know, like a can of pop, like, I don't know. 20 years ago or whatever like a can of pop was like 50 cents and now it's like a dollar 50 for a can of pop like okay sure in a very simple simplified way yes yeah. totally right so it's like more than doubled since 10 years ago yeah. and then also i don't think we've seen like a big increase in our minimum wage either. but there has been recently right like it went from like what 11 was it what was it dollars to like 12 dollars or 14 dollars or something like that no it did not 14 dollars i think it's 11 they want to increase the 12 dollars or something like that BC, yeah. they want to increase the the bc's minimum wage yeah. in 2021 no they increased it already yeah but they want to bring it to 15 dollars, so okay. it can't be 14 right now but so. i think that's probably also is what's like spurring this like hike in rent too is as People make more money. I feel like pe- these property management companies and landlords feel like they can justify their their rent increases as well, right? I guess so. It just seems. I guess so I'm not complaining about it because I, I I'm fortunate enough to have like a great place to live that doesn't charge me an arm and a leg for rent. But yeah, I guess it does suck for somebody like your this 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 person. It just it's just so nuts. And also, she's from London. Yeah. So, but their minimum well, wage is like higher. Yeah. Their cost of living is lower. Yeah. And then she comes here and she's like, holy moly. But her... Oh, it's eleven thirty-five is the minimum wage. That's what it is now? Right now. Got it. Eleven thirty-five, And then if you're a server or a liquor server, minimum wage is ten ten. Right. But yeah, she's just looking in this vicinity. Yeah. She's, even if you go Burnaby, like, it's comparable. Right. It's, it's just like across the board. Unless you're now in like Coquitlam or Surrey. Yeah. I guess living downtown is more of a luxury than... It is more so ever than it was before. This guy was saying, "I." This guy was talking about, yeah, um, just the cost of living. Like yeah. downtown's impossible. He'll never be able to like move back here, yeah, or move back to Vancouver. He works or he yeah. lives in Coquitlam, but like works downtown. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but I was looking at real estate and places down where Marine Drive is, yeah. like on the Canada yeah. Line. It's like, they're so cheap right now. It's like, oh, what does cheap sound like? It's like uh, 600000 for a one-bedroom. <laughs> like, whoa, what a deal. <laughs> it's like 500 square feet. That's insane. Right. So you're saying you got into a heated debate about... Oh, I didn't get into a heated debate. It was um, it's just talking about... On the weekend, the guys were just talking about how there was... Uh, Obviously, most Vancouver people can't afford um, right. a place here. Yes. And they're just saying, like, it's all the foreigners' fault. No, yeah, I think there definitely is, like, a huge mob mentality about foreigners buying our property. But, like, I, they may not be, like, 100% responsible for it, but they are part of the reason why, though, don't you think? Yeah, I think even though they are, like, a small, very small percentage, this uh, this article that came out last the end of last year... Mm-hmm. I think they're 3.4%, yes. Yeah. So, and then for condos, it's less than 1%. Well, and I also think to blame foreigners is also ammunition to be racist towards foreigners. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it totally makes sense. All right. That's, yeah, that's something good to kind of address, I feel like. It's always a pain point for people living in the city that the rent is too damn high. Yeah, that's that's true. Should we move on to the next topic? What is it? Yours is the fun one. Mine's the boring one. Well, I'm going to save the fun one. It's for after my my boring one. What do you think about that? (laughs) You have like an apprehensive one. I like, okay, go. Let's see how boring this is. Okay, so my topic that I want to bring up was um, how Western culture is exporting obesity globally. Right now, you know, there's this whole trend with like farm fresh food, local food, organic food, healthy food, you know, not buying... Um, you know, uh, artificially made, you know, manufactured, processed, yada, yada, yada. So it's this huge craze right now, and everybody's more health conscious and body conscious right now. Well, more in the major cities, but also it's becoming more of a a trend in, in like, middle America and, like, more of your suburban um, provinces and states. So with that, um, with this trend, a lot of these companies that do do processed foods are seeing a decline in sales. Right. So Nestle, PepsiCo and General Mills are seeing that they're 
that their sales are declining on a rapid scale because of this trend and this health kick trend that's going on right now. Okay. So we're, I'm talking about the Western, Western like U.S. specifically, right? Okay. So where are they going to go? Well, they're going to go globally now. These companies, these major processed food companies are now on a mission to end traditional diets on three major continents, which are South, Af- South America, Africa, and Asia. Um, so their key target markets in these countries, or in these continents, are the developing and the poor, the new yeah. middle class, and the children. In these like poor and developing countries, their main thing is traditional diets, whether it's like rice and beans yeah. or you know vegetables and like rice in a soup or something like that. You know they have these real meals that are made from like real ingredients. So some of these companies, especially soda companies, are a major <laughs> culprit of this, and they've actually spent approximately seventeen billion dollars into marketing to these target markets um, Diablo <laughs> I know so one of these uh, South America is now actually one of the largest consumers of soda beverages because of this huge uh, 17 billion dollar uh, ad campaign in those developing countries um, an example of what some of these cor- corporations have done is uh, Nestle hired a boat to sail down the Amazon River to sell goods to remote locations <laughs> so they're selling like pudding snacks and chocolate you know and and all this like shitty shitty food yeah you don't um, need that apple yeah another example of how uh, these processed food companies are dominating these new global areas is you can see especially in China is that KFC has more chains in their country than the US and while we may think KFC is bad because we live in a country where KFC is so predominant, yeah. Um, or just like in the continent in China, because KFC comes from a Western, a Western, it's yeah. it's viewed differently. It's viewed as prestigious, you know what I mean? Because it's a Western thing, so it's more fancy, it's more luxury. Yeah. So because of that, like these these fast food companies like uh, Burger King, McDonald's, they have this more grand and beautiful reputation than they do here. So this is definitely a major epidemic that's happening right now, and obesity rates. In those con- in those continents are like rapidly growing on a massive scale because of that, and this isn't going unnoticed either. So a lot of people in those in those uh in those places are trying to find ways to combat that. An example of that was in South America, uh, sorry, in South Africa, Saudi Arabia, Colombia, and India. They they create this tax on sugary drinks. So if you're gonna buy like a Coke or a Pepsi, yeah. you have to pay like a sugary tax, soda tax fee, or something like that. You know what I mean? Sort of like how when you buy, I think, like cigarettes, they do that, right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, while this is great, it also isn't really getting to the root of the problem because you're only charging you're you're charging a tax to poor people, uh, the new middle class, yeah, and like children who are actually buying this. So you're not really stopping the corporations from selling the goods. You're actually you're actually stealing more money from these people that, <laughs> like they're the valuable money right um another thing that they've been doing is they started adding like obesity warning packaging labels on on some of the goods realistically education is the best way for people to stop eating these types of foods yeah. but i guess the real question to sum up this is while we are aware of all this and this is all happening isn't there some kind of social responsibility for these major corporations to recognize that this is a major issue that obesity causes like type 2 diabetes and all these major like yeah. illnesses like what is, what what are they responsible for like what shouldn't they be liable for this cause they're looking at the end of the day they're, all they're looking at is like their 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 profits right yeah. so if they see their profits dropping of course they're going to go elsewhere for it but at the same time it's like if you're going to if you're going to target uh, a new demographic you should be you should be like fined or something. Like there should be something. That so you... I don't think they're like thinking about the overall health of the. No, for sure. I think that's the last it. thing they don't care about. So that. you know how I don't know when this happened, but isn't it um, in Canada or in in the states too? It's like you can't sell like unhealthy food right. through commercials or ads yes. to children. Yes, that's like a, a rule or a law that they put in place. To protect the kids. Like, you don't see a fruit roll-up ad. They case. used to do that, though, right? They used to do yeah. that. So, like, when we were growing up, we'd see, like, yeah. squeeze it. And fruit fruit roll Yeah. Gushers. Yeah. Like, all this shit. You don't... I don't think you see that anymore. I never noticed that. But, yeah, I, I guess that is true, right? They did they did ban that because I don't see those ads anymore. Do you even see Kool-Aid ads? No, that used don't. to be, like, a thing we'd see all the time. But I guess they market to, like, um, like adults now instead, right? Like Doritos. You can market to an... Like an an adult, you're not seeing cartoons right, yeah, of true. like someone yeah. eating. You're not trying to lure kids 
essentially to it, right? Yeah. By using, yeah, like things that would, would I get it, yeah. intrigue a child. For sure. And that wouldn't intrigue so much an adult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unless you love rainbows. Totally. Um, so I think if maybe if they put something like that in yeah. place. Yeah, So I got this article from AJ Plus, and they're just like, I think their their main question that really hit home for me was like, yeah, like what is the responsibility of these large corporations that are now expanding on a global level? And they're selling obesity at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Like what are they responsible for? Like, and what should they what should they be penalized for for this? At the end of the day, you are responsible for the detriment of children growing up. Yeah, they don't care though. If you things. think corporation, remember there's this documentary. It's like they were comparing. I think it's called Corporation. Yeah. Corporation to. The same, having the same symptoms as someone who's a psychopath. Yeah. So they had like a list of um, traits a psychopath has mm-hmm. and had compared it to like a corporation. Yeah. Like, like, system, like they made like a corporation. Like yeah. That. Like yeah. no due diligence, yeah. no yeah. care for yeah. the consequence, did right. all this right. stuff. And had a corporation been a person, yeah. like they'd be in jail or right. they'd be institutionalized. Totally. Um, so I, I think to think like, the corporation has like a moral compass yeah. to like is, protect the people. Is not. It won't exist. Like, I guess it depends on the corporation too, though, right? I mean, like we something talk, like Pepsi. I don't yeah, think definitely would yeah. like, give a shit. If we're talking about like in this situation, yeah, they, like these corporations definitely do not give a shit. Like they clearly don't. If they are boldly like targeting children, <laughs> poor hey, people, Amazon. and the new middle class. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially in that situation where Nestle is like down taking the, a fucking down boat down the Amazon River, peddling yeah. like essentially drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of a topic that I want to talk about and bring up and just let it be known that like obesity, the U.S. obesity has been spreading to global countries and yeah. continents and the U.S. is to blame for it. Okay. Now on to like my fun topic. Okay. Wait, what is this? So topic? I was listening to Homophilia podcast. Okay. Really Homophilia. great. How do you recommend it? Um, Check it out. And they were, and on one of the episodes, they're talking about who is your first like boy crush or teenage heartthrob whatever you want to mm-hmm, call it. Mm-hmm. And it yes. really got me thinking. So my question to you okay. is, do you remember your first teenage heartthrob? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Three Ninjas? Yes. Rocky. Rocky. Michael Trenor. <laughs> yeah. Rocky was the angry one, right? Rocky was the older one. Who was the older one? Oh, okay. Remember Rocky loves yeah. Emily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the neighbor girl. <laughs> yeah. Loved him. He had like the kind of like the dirty blonde hair. Yeah. He's kind of, like, tall and slim. Yeah. Yeah. Cheryl liked this. My sister liked the second one, Colt. She liked Tum Tum, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> she had a thing for the little ones. <laughs> yeah, like the little one and all the candy he had yeah. in his pocket. Yeah, I loved Michael Trenor. So that was your first one. Was like, a, I think that was our first one. That's the first one that popped in my head. So tell me, like, what you felt. Like, tell me, like, what the feelings. What I felt. Tell okay. me the emotions. Tell oh, me, this like, is going to be thoughts. so bad. Like, I... Because I never talked about this with anybody before, so I want to hear I want to hear it. Like, tell me. So this is pretty bad. I think my cousins will be mad that I said this, but we didn't really, like, you know those teeny bopper magazines? Okay, yeah. Like Tiger Beat or something? Tiger Beat, yeah. 16, yeah. Big Bopper. Yeah, yeah. He'd obviously be in it. Yeah. And I was obsessed. Yeah. Like, I found his address, like, <laughs> in one of them, I had to buy it. And then one time we were in Superstore, like the one in Grandview, yeah. and we tried stealing just like pages out of the magazine. Yeah. Anyways, they got busted for it and gotten like huge shit. Yeah. Because I wanted to preserve the one I had. Yeah. Like yeah. I already had a copy of this. Yeah. I just wanted this one for the wall, but this one I keep yeah. in a magazine. <laughs> right. Um, so that happened. And then at that address in that magazine, I wrote to him and... Uh, just like a series of questions. Yeah. What's your favorite color? <laughs> yeah. um, do you have a favorite movie? Yeah. Like, what's the your most favorite song yeah. you like to dance yeah. to? And then by the time, like, question number 27 came up, it was like, and uh, do you like Canadian girls? <laughs> and 28, will you marry me? Okay, how old were you? I was probably, like, grade three. Okay, so what is what that? What is like that? 12, I think. No. 12 is like 7. Is it? Grade 7. Okay. That's probably 8. 8, okay. 8, eight or 9 maybe. Sure. Like in that age age yeah. group. Yeah. And I didn't want to use my address in case he like showed up one day. Um, so I gave him my friend's address and yeah. lived just like down the street. Right. And he never wrote back. Are you sure it even got delivered to him? I don't know. <gasps> Michael Trenor. But do you remember <laughs> like the feelings of like a crush? 
that the first feeling that you had of a crush? Yeah, I, mean, I bought the VHS and watched it like every day. What did it feel like? Was it like a raw emotion that you had? I think it was, I think it just felt crazy, like in my head. And if I see him on TV, like uh, like the, the VHS yeah. and I see him fighting and he's yeah. like so strong. Yeah. That, like, I don't know how to explain it. My hands are doing this. Like, I need to cool myself down. Yeah. But there was something, like, maybe electrifying or something. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. something there that, yeah. like, just made me so excited. Yeah. Like, heart palpitations. And yeah. And it was just, fun. like, your mouth's open watching him yeah. do his karate <laughs> kicks or his taekwondo moves. And you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I love him. I love him. All right. So and it just got from- worse after that. <laughs> Well, so what was the epitome of worst for you? Like, what was like? The oh my gosh, no, that's another podcast. <laughs> um, epitome of worst for me would have to be like full on stalking mode. Oh, really? how'd you stalk him? He wasn't. He no, wasn't... I didn't stalk him, but like as the years had gone yeah. on, like obviously I like more <laughs> had more crushes along the yeah, way, yeah. and then I think the Backstreet Boys had hit its peak. Peak for me, I was like maybe fifteen. Aaron Carter. Ew, no. Uh, It was the whole band, basically. So I was in grade eight. Um, Okay, wait, hold on. So you say the whole band. So, like, like, let's let's be kind of, like, ludicrous here and say you would have slept with all of them. Uh, Okay, no, I wouldn't have slept with all of them. Kevin Richardson was a little bit old for me. But um, I just went into, like, fan mode. Yeah. Obsessive. And this is before, like, internet days. So I'd have to go to the library, look at old yellow pages or white pages on slow internet too. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Nick Carter. Or something? Like they're all their family members. It's like boys, the backstreet. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta search by the last name. <laughs> it's like, why are they on the white pages? <laughs> so I already, because I had invested so much money and time in these magazines. Yeah. I already knew like their extended family, <laughs> their immediate family. Yeah. So I knew all their names. Right. And each one of them, I would look for them, including their manager, their like yeah. tour manager, yeah. the people that the work at Jive that books their yeah. concert. Yeah. I knew everything. Yeah. So I just went to the library, searched everyone. Yeah. And their extended family and their like aunts and uncles. Yeah. And their brothers and sisters. And then what'd you do with that information? I'd call them. Shut up. Yeah. Not even joking. Call them or I'll mail them letters. And this went on. You for- called every one of them? Not like every. I started to. Yeah. And then I just went to immediate. So who did you call? So like, I called. Give like, me a sample of one that you called. I called um, Nick Carter's parents. And did and they answer? No, no okay. one answered. And then I tried to reach. And at this point, they probably changed their number too. Yeah. But Howie Duro's sisters, mm-hmm. I and, called them. And they didn't answer. Brian Luttrell, I called his parents. Did any Lexington, of them answer? Kentucky. <laughs> no one answered. How did you get the money to call long distance? I don't know. They, I just did it from our house line. No one said anything. <laughs> Then I think my grandma's just like, we have relatives everywhere. Yeah. Um, in so Florida. Dita. <laughs> Dita Grace. Dita Marie over in Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, with, of all the numbers you called, did you get any answers? I didn't get any answers. Okay, got it. So, but I started writing them then at right. that point. And then, um, so that would be like, I'm 12, 13 yeah. then. By the time I'm like 15, 16, yeah. um, Howie Duro's sister wrote me back. And she sent a bunch of photos. Aww. And it was a handwritten letter, like, thank you so much. I got all your letters. <laughs> How many letters did you send? I probably sent three each. It was. It ended up being like a generic one yeah. after. Yeah. Like, it went personalized, and then you're at the library, yeah. and just yeah. like, print, sign, print, sign. Right. You know what I mean? Do you and think then, Howie ever got... No, he's probably like, watch out for this girl No, in no, but do you think he was ever aware of, like, you? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm sure, like, a billion other girls have, have done, done this, like too. This. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's when crazy hit. Got it. That was crazy. So anyways, what was the first question? Your first heartthrob. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, yeah, I kind of want to, like, see how you felt, like, the emotions of, like, this is the first time you're, you're having these, like, kind of raw, yeah. almost animal, kind of sexual, kind of, like intimate emotions for somebody that you know you'll never be able to like to, to talk to you know and your only your only interaction with them is through a music video or like a magazine you know what I mean or like, like those kinds of videos, that yeah. kind of thing yeah concert uh how about you who is your first crush so my very first crush I didn't understand at the time but I definitely felt it how old were you 
um, probably around, around your age. I think I was like 10, maybe yeah. 11. Um, party of five. <laughs> Scott Wolf. Scott Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Good oh man. my God. Like, I didn't understand what I was feeling, but I definitely like, I remember the first time I saw Scott Wolf was on Party of Five. And the scene that I remember vividly, the scenes that I remember vividly yeah. was sitting in my room. And it, do you, did you watch Party of Five? I watched it a little bit. Okay. I know his, their parents passed away yeah. and then Matthew Fox has to take care of them. It was during the time when his dad, when, not his dad, when Scott Wolf got, was an alcoholic and he had a drinking problem. And he was dating uh, Jennifer... Love Love Hewitt. Love Hewitt. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was so fucking hot in that. He's, like, this bad boy. He was very, like, emotional. And, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt and him just were, like... They loved each other so much, but he was an alcoholic. And then there's this one scene where he was driving drunk. And it was... And then he he crashed the car and... Was she in the car? She was in the car. And it was very, like, an emotional... I think I remember this then. Okay, yeah. And she was in the hospital. But it was just, like... I don't know. Something about Scott Wolf just, like... At that age, I was just like, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. But it was almost like, I, okay, it wasn't sexual, but it was definitely like a raw emotion that I felt. And it made, it was like, it was sad. And it was like, I don't know how to explain it, but I wanted him. <laughs> but you don't know how at yeah. 10 years old. Yeah. Like, do we want to play on the playground? Yeah, like I just wanted to talk to him and be, and like be shy around him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Does yeah, that make I sense? Do. Yeah, it's like a weird yeah. thing. I don't know. It's like, like an I energy want, thing. This makes, like, I want to like cuddle with him. You know what I mean? Like I want to like, hold hands. Yeah, maybe. hold hands. Yeah. And then I remember like around that time too, like when I had the Scott Wolf obsession, like we, uh, my parents were looking at possibly moving. So we went to a couple of open houses and then I went to this one open house and I walked into like, we were checking out the rooms and I went to the kid's room and this, I guess the kid <laughs> had like a shirtless photo of Scott Wolf on the wall. <laughs> and oh my God, I saw that. And I just like, I just remember it like hitting me like a truck. And I, when I, I froze. You're like, arriba, arriba, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? So yeah, Scott Wolf was definitely like my first. And then after that, um, another really, really big one that that killed me <laughs> was uh, <laughs> James Vanderbeek from Dawson's Creek. Oh, really? oh my God, James Va- Dawson! Oh, that's hilarious. Hubba, hubba. Like I was even to this day, I still think like I think James Vanderbeek is a very handsome, mm-hmm. handsome man. But Dawson's Creek, like now Dawson's Creek, he was he was definitely like a loser. Yeah, but the dynamics between him and Joey, ugh, amazing. I want to be, I want to be Joey. I want to be. Why can't that be me? Yeah. I was like, why can't that, I want to be like, I wanted Dawson to notice me. Like, you know what I mean? Not, not Michelle. I want, Jennifer. I Jenny, want, right? Jenny, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to be with Dawson. Dawson needed to be with me. That's all I wanted. And it was so sad because like, I knew I could never be with Dawson, but these emotions that I was feeling, it's like, at that time, like I wasn't really clear on what being gay was, I guess. Okay. I was I just going to ask that. I just knew I had this like, a crush on him, like what a crush feels like. It's like it's sadness. It's 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 this wanting. It's yeah, this, the like, longing. To yeah, be the with longing. Him. Yeah, I know yeah. that feeling. But Jay's like, I didn't really understand it at Party Five, but I definitely understood it at Dawson's Creek. That like, I want this. Dawson's one. Creek. That's so funny. It was just so good. I just something about him. Your brother loves that show too. It's good. Yeah, and um, I th- I don't think it was Dawson. Just Dawson. I think it was the the relationship between Dawson and Joey that really. Yeah, they're like best friends. Yeah, they're best friends, and she really liked him, but Dawson never really knew. You know what I mean? I thought didn't Dawson also really like her too? Yeah, but they just they they were too afraid to like kind of you know mm-hmm. link each other together, right? But yeah, yeah. So definitely Dawson's Creek was interesting. Jo- I Dawson never Dawson's thought he Creek. was so good looking. I didn't think he was good looking. And Party of Five. Those were my two. Scott. I get Scott Wolf. He was like you. You think it would have been the other way around? You think I would have like liked Dawson first before I liked Scott Wolf? Because I feel like Scott Wolf was more of a, a sex magnet than than Dawson's Creek. But it was kind of the opposite for me. You were really into personality. You liked Dawson's personality. Oh my god! I like Dawson's personality with Joey's like anti personality. <laughs> but yeah, it was amazing. Um, yeah. So um, uh, okay, okay. So sweet and sour. As per usual. Yeah. All right. How about you go first? Okay. What's your um, sour? Sour is I hate it when people spit <laughs> on the ground. Preach. And this happened like right outside of the store. Yeah. Just right in the doorway. This guy just said, oh, 
and I saw it all happen. Yeah. It's like, why? That's so disgusting. At the bus stop, this guy was smoking. Yeah. Fine. I hate that you smoke at the bus stop. Right. It's awful. Yeah. None of us want it. Totally. And he just sat right there, right when you, right by the bus stop sign. <laughs> why? Yeah. Like, okay, fine. If you really need to spit. Yeah. Do you really need to spit, though? <laughs> totally, yeah. You really need to. You're going to die if you don't. Yeah. Are you? No. Yeah, see? <laughs> then you swallow that fucking loogie. Yeah, exactly. Whatever's building up in there, you swallow that. It's also like people who smoke, they spit all the time, too. Yeah, they're disgusting. It's so gross. Like, Find I don't a plant, see then. Find a don't plant. Don't even spit on a plant. That's like spitting Not on can. a plant, like in a planter, on the soil. <laughs> Why? Is that good for the soil? It's not. I don't know. Maybe it is. It's better there than on the ground, right? Yeah, sure. And then you see step it. on it. Oh, you're making me <laughs> feel so gross right now. No, I preach. I hear you. And that's so nasty. Yeah. It's awful. And I've had to take the bus a few times because it's just been fucking raining. Yeah. Just all the time now. Preach. Except for today. Yeah. But, uh, why? Yeah. That's it. Why? Is that, necessary? is that really necessary? Sheesh. Spitting yeah. is gross. Spitting sucks. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> and if you spit, you suck. Yeah, you suck, spitters. And then if you do have a condition where you are going to die if you don't spit, this does not apply and to you. spit in a tissue. But you throw out that tissue <laughs> properly in yeah, the garbage can. Yeah, you put it in the garbage can. Don't throw it on the ground. <laughs> yeah, there's so many rules to spitting yeah. now. Well, if you're going to spit, you got to play by the rules. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. All that's right. my sour. I like that It just sour. happened. Well, then I've seen it all week, but... <laughs> Nothing new, gross. but it's gross. Wait, I got one more sour, too. Yeah, what's your other sour? So, you know that I'm pregnant. Yes. Um, I know that I'm not really showing. Yeah. But still, I think I kind of am. Yes, you are. that people should <laughs> offer me a seat. Today, I was like, full bus, no one offered me a seat. Oh, really? I decided I'd stick my belly in people's faces. Yeah. No one flinched. Yeah. I know. But also, I was like, fine. Um, you know, it's like a couple stops away, but still. Yeah. I was thinking if anyone would offer it to me. No one. Sky traded it again. Just stick in my belly in people's faces. That's rude. And this girl goes, excuse me. <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah, because she wanted to pass beside, in front of me and the girl who was sitting in front of me. Yeah. Just to pass through. You should be like, excuse you, Missy. <laughs> Do you see this? I am with child. I am with child. You walk around me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so then I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just oh, I'm so through. sorry. Did I get your way? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like a Canadian natural reaction. I know, totally. React. Oh, oh, okay. I know. Um. So yeah, I guess those are two. That's very annoying. So maybe next week I'm going to be bigger. And I'll just start hitting people with it. You just pop your belly out like this. <laughs> your shirt over your belly and be like, Excuse me. Does this mean anything to you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, look, my belly is out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be those crazy. I think you should. You're, you're entitled to it. You should take advantage of it while, while you still have the bump. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next week okay. or next podcast, this will be a social experiment I'm going to have. Sounds good. All right. My sour is people who move and move to Vancouver to live in, they complain about Vancouver and how Vancouver people suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. so recently um that's like a lot of people yeah so that recently somebody was like oh i can't stand vancouver people they're so flaky and they just start like ranting about oh how like i can tell a vancouver person in a crowd of people any day <laughs> and i'm just like it's, it's, like, it's just the way they talk it's the way they are it's like they're so cliquey and they're and they they're not friendly and they're not sociable and like if you fucking hate Vancouver that much and you hate the people, then don't live in Vancouver. Yeah, why are you here? And you saying that is actually insulting to me because I live in Vancouver and I am a Vancouver person. And I don't think I'm like any of that. I'm not cliquey. And then you're like, and now you can't be our friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't hang with us. Move. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, how is, like, do you not have any kind of, like, sense in your head to think that is offensive to people who live in Vancouver? To bash on Vancouver people. Yeah. It's like, they don't fucking live here. Yeah, no one asked for you yeah, to come here. exactly. You chose to move here. You know what I mean? So if you don't like it, move back to fucking Toronto or whatever. Like, nobody's forcing you to be here. So, yeah, that's my <laughs> No, it's so true. But it's like, those people... Yeah. You know what? I can't really say... Because I'm from here, too. Yeah. Like, and you, and you grew up with the friends yeah. that you have. Yeah. 
You've established the friendship. You're probably not looking for more friends but, to add to the circle. But, but what does that mean, though? Like, what, like, like, I'm cliquey then? Like, because, like, if you want to hang out with me, then hang out with me. <laughs> like, what? I'm not supposed to approach strangers and be like, hey, do you want to hang out? Like, I'm looking for new people. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Yeah, no, I don't know. You're right. It's, it's totally it's all It's like them. you say it's cliquey, but, like, what does that mean, like, exactly? I think it just annoys me because I feel like you're insulting me when you say that. It is, though, and this is to hear from people who do move here. It is harder to meet people here in But Vancouver. isn't it hard to meet people anywhere, though? No, I don't think as hard as it is or as difficult as it is here. I guess, yeah, yeah I guess I haven't lived... I, okay, I haven't lived anywhere else. So, yes, I, I do agree that I maybe am not the best person to kind of make those kind of comments. But yeah. I just feel like it, you get what you put in. The other thing, too, because remember, I think we talked about how we'd want to be more friendly yeah. in a podcast like a while ago. And then someone asked us for help and we ignored that person. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's totally different circumstance, okay? Like, let's be honest. That's kind of out of context. How that? Someone was just looking for directions. And no, like, she was like, she's pointing us to be like, hey, your friend's waving at you. Yeah. We were like, you don't have change. Sorry, bye. <laughs> oh, but that's yeah. different. That's just, you can't say that. You can't say that. Okay, thing. that's true. But we did write her off. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we didn't give a shit what she was saying. We're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, we're going to be nice to people now. Yeah. Yeah, but to... Like, Excuse okay. me, your Bye. friend's waving. We're like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, like, we have no money. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to hear your story. We don't have a dollar. We don't have a bus pass. We're busy. Okay. I know we're like total shitheads for saying that. <laughs> but it's just like context, man. Context. Yeah, okay. You're right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. You know what? I can't even tell you if I've like met a new friend or made a new friend yeah. lately either. <laughs> I, just, like, say, I just think that like... Okay, under the right circumstances, I am not rude to people, and I'm not cliquey to people. That's that's all I gotta say. Have you made a new friend lately? Um, well, like I went on a date with somebody, and they're they're the one who started bitching about <laughs> people. But they're not your friend anymore. Well, I don't know. It's like you could. I don't know what am I supposed to do. It's like I don't like him. Well, he. I think it's a, a, like friendships are a two way street. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you have to also yeah. put in what you're... Pay back, right? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? totally. It's a two-way street, so... I don't know. Anyways, that's my beef. Maybe I shouldn't be complaining about it because I don't have much context in regards to it, but I just feel like if you're going to bash friends with people, make sure you're talking to the right audience. <laughs> yeah, because you're not it. Because I am not No, it. you're, like, Vancouver-born and raised, yeah. basically. But, I don't know. I don't think I'm, like, leaky <laughs> to people. No, I- I'd like to think I'm pretty open, too. Yeah. So... Like, You're so nice. We're the nice people. <laughs> but then they're like, they're like, one thing that Vancouver people are famous for is like, let's play by ear. Is that just like a generational thing too? Yeah. It's like, I don't want to commit to a lot of things. Yeah, because maybe I don't want to do anything on that day or you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, and maybe. I may don't feel like tennis. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> maybe I don't feel like eating a banana split tonight. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I'll commit to that. But just like other things, like bigger. Yeah. Like going out, you can't you can't say that Vancouver people are notorious for that. I, mean, I think it's just a generational thing, like you said. It's yeah, just, it's just the way of. How people. old is this person? Thirty six. Um, he doesn't get us. <laughs> He's older. He's oldie moldy. <laughs> just kidding. I'm probably in his same yeah. age box as him. Okay, cool. Okay. On that um, note, let's go on to something sweet. Sweet. What's your what's your sweet girl? Oh yeah, um, Netflix. <laughs> Ooh, it's Netflix. I've never heard of Netflix. Do tell. You watch movies online, <laughs> some television shows as well. All right, all right. It's a paid subscription. Yeah. Um, it's a UK series called End of the Fucking World. Okay. It's eight episodes. Yeah. And it is good. Yeah, like funny good or like it's. Is it a comedy? It is. Like there is, um, like. Comedy, it's a dark comedy, yeah. it's a little bit drama too. Okay. Have you seen the movie Warm Bodies? Yes. It kind of has that like tone. Yeah, it's, okay. it is dark. It deals with like yeah. you know darker issues, yeah. um, but there's like a lightness to it. Okay. It's really good. It's easy watch. It kept me in um, yeah. Friday night. Did the whole thing. Hooked. Yeah, so good. All right. That's all I'll say. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is my sweet? So I have two sweets. I have a Russian recommendation and then something both local. 
Um, okay. And then another thing. Wait, did you say a Russian restaurant? Oh, right. a Russian recommendation. <laughs> um, try the vodka. <laughs> You're no. so global. Yeah. Uh, no, my Russian recommendation is a new Italian restaurant that opened up in Gastown called Di Beppe, D I B E P P E. It's oh, a new it? Italian restaurant where Joe's Pizza used to be <gasps> on Cordova. Are you saying Joe's Pizza is gone? Yeah, it's now they rebranded it as Di Beppe which is an Italian restaurant now. Um, it's on Cordova and Carroll. Amazing <gasps> Italian food. Well, not amazing, but it's really good Italian food. Um, it's owned by the same people that own uh, Pizzeria Farina, Ascar oh, Luigi, nice. yep. um, St. Lawrence. So really good restaurant group. Good food, good pasta, good vibe, good restaurant. Highly recommended. I went there last night and was really impressed with my meal. Oh, goody. Um, and the prices weren't too bad either. Um, and then my second recommendation is something that Jess and I will be doing on Saturday. Uh, the artist uh, Takashi Murakami yeah. has opened an art exhibit, has an art exhibit at the Vancouver Art Gallery. It's, it's amazing. It looks really cool. Lots very, very fun and colorful and playful. Um, if you look on Instagram, I'm sure you'll see it on all the Instagram. Can uh, you do Insta that? Games people. Kanye West's album. I think so, yeah. But, yeah, so that's what we'll be doing on Saturday is checking out the art gallery, you know, getting ourselves um, knowledgeable in the artistic world, so to speak. Then we'll be dropping knowledge yeah. in the next podcast. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll do a post on our Instagram. But, yeah, so those are my two recommendations. So you can grab lunch or dinner at Di Pepe, and then you can go to uh, the Vancouver Art Gallery for... When did that open? Fashion. It was last Friday, right? Yeah, it was pretty recent, but it's it's here till May. So even if we don't go on Saturday, I'm, there will be plenty of opportunity for us to go. Sweet. Yeah, so I guess that kind of is it for me. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, I guess that is... Also it. I guess the other recommendation too is gonna to go back to the ugh, baby. Use brain. your words. Use your words. <laughs> Chinese New Year. Chinese New Year. Don't forget the eighteenth. Yes. To check it out. Yes, check it out. Check it out, check it out. Because it's a parade that day too. Yeah. It's what was it called again? Oh, Get Lucky is get the lucky. art show. Yes. And then um, And then eat some dumplings. Okay. All right. I guess that's it. Are you hungry? Yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> All right. We'll we'll feed you. Thank you. <laughs> Bunku is happy when she's fed. All right, until next time. Um Gong Hei Fa Choi. Gong Hei Fa Choi. Bye. Bye bye.